Uh, gentlemen traditions and their origins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about my, one of my favorites is the man going to the daughter's father and asking permission to marry the daughter. Yeah. I love that. Like crazy. Of course, that could not happen for us, Murphy. It never well, could. Jody's dad passed away when she was 16, but I would certainly love for that to be the case for our daughters. Right. When, you know. <gasps> oh my gosh. That's true. You need to let Taylor and Phoebe know. We need to let them know that that's part of the plan, baby. But give dad a little heads up so he can sit on the couch cleaning his gun. Oh. <laughs> you got Look, a question for me? I got me. news for you already. They will be intimidated by Murphy. Whatever yeah. they, I just feel like they will. Now, you know, the thing really? is, I want them. They've got to be a gentleman, and to me, that makes a big statement. So, yeah, when that time comes, absolutely, they'll have a lot to live up to. Yeah. Good news, they'll have to be funny too, because you've been so funny with our daughters over these years. They expect a man to be alpha male in charge, but fun loving too. So there's a lot to live up to. Isn't that sweet? It's sweet. Okay, going to that tradition though, it goes way back of asking the father for her hand in marriage. It goes back to when a gentleman would have to, like Victorian days, bring and show his coat of arms and his credentials to show, look, I'm worthy of marrying her. Mm. They would have to go do that to be considered. It was it was outlandish for you to ask a woman to marry you before asking the father and saying, I'm worthy. Maybe that should be my question. I'm sorry, son. I'm going to need to see your coat of arms. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that cool? And your bank statement. A lot of these traditions just date way, way back. You know, if, you, if you've never even thought about why people do them, there's a reason. So cool. I mm-hmm. love that one. Sam, did you ever ask permission to uh, marry anybody? The first two marriages, yes. <gasps> By the time you get to the third, it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. And see where it got me, huh? That's, not, that's lovely that you did that. Yeah. You are a gentleman. You always have been. Made me very nervous, though. Sure. Yeah. And you, Your you always going to say no. <laughs> you obviously got a yes. You've been married three times. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the traditions, the origin of those traditions. Coming up, Faith's got one. She says this one goes way back. Can't wait to hear from her. And you can get yours into us, too. 877-310-4MSJ. We're talking origins of these gentleman traditions, opening the door, you know, holding an umbrella over it, asking the father for a daughter's hand in marriage. That I love that the origin of that mm-hmm. being bring your coat of arms, show me that you're worthy. <laughs> Some of them, are, they may feel old school, but they don't go out of style. No, they you don't. You should absolutely do them. 877-310-4MSJ. Love to hear from you. Morning, Faith. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Hi. On my drive to work, I, I have about an hour and a quarter drive, and I just love Goodness. your show. But Thank I'd like you. to contribute. Sure. Um, one of my favorite things is uh, having the car door opened and being helped into a vehicle. But I wanted to contribute a little bit to the history of the woman walking on the inside of the sidewalk. Yes. I believe it goes back many, many years to possibly before there was conventional plumbing. With the chamber pot. Mm. The reason a woman walks on the inside was because she would walk underneath the windows to protect her from Ooh. having chamber pots thrown Ooh. out and spilled on her. I always thought it was pr- to protect her from, like, something on the street, like <laughs> horses. No, it goes way back before, Ugh. you know, vehicles. If he gets the chamber pot, uh-oh. <laughs> so much for that day. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, he's easier to clean up. 
Yes. <laughs> I guess you're right. Uh, Faith, here's an old thing that people don't do anymore, and it's not really an act of chivalry at all. It's probably just a flirtatious act. And anytime it's ever happened to me, I swear I blush. Because a few times in my life when I've met a man, he grabbed my hand and kissed my hand. <laughs> what? Oh, yes, I know. I it's that different experience. It's very different. You don't find yeah. that too forward? It's, it, it is, but the man was not overly forward okay. it was i think he was just a classic gentleman right and it was such a rare i felt like it was, something was happening to me from another time you know it was nice uh, and it, don't you, you feel like your eyes kind of sparkle after that happens, maybe so too. i felt flush yeah I, I've, uh, I've experienced that i guess it's something i gotta start trying then huh you could sam <laughs> hey that may be uh, an alternative for you sam it could hook you up with the right one That's right yeah. walk around kissing hands yeah well, be careful this morning, Faye. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. Have a great day. You too. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to be a part of the show, you can call or text us. So, Jody, I'm not the only one with a bug story. Remember yesterday yeah. I was telling you how the spider on the floorboard scared? Well, he didn't start out on the floorboard. He actually started out on my, my hand <laughs> and then was then flung to the to the floorboard. And then, of course... I never saw him again, which made well, he's me probably gone. paranoid for the rest of the drive. I think enough days have gone by now. I'm good. Do you have he's any stuff gone. in the car on the floorboard that he could hide in? <laughs> no, there's nothing there for him to eat. There's not, yeah. There's that not. you know of. I mean, he could I, I would survive to, on a crumb. I mean, yeah, but I have to Google that, but they can't survive without water, and there's no water in the car. Good for you. You beat him. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. But producer Emily also ran into a bug issue it's so bad that my husband mike is still mad at me and it has been a few days is that it because was... he's an entomologist kind he of. has a love for bugs that's true of. that's right because he does bugs bugs are his thing okay. bugs are Listen, his craft this was a roach that was the size i i'm not pulling a fish story on you here the size of my palm okay uh. and we don't ever see roaches in our house and and jake three-year-old jake goes look mommy behind you what's that bug doing now you have a really big hand so this is a really big roach this, we're talking like you know you mean big. like madagascar hissing right. roach size? yeah terrible okay the kind and of so flies? i turn around yeah. and there's the huge roach and so okay mike's in the shower while this is going down oh, well <clears throat> i start screaming ah roach oh my god i'm like michael 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 i mean i'm freaking out i've jumped on the I chairs which are these nice, beautiful, tall chairs in my kitchen that Murphy and Jody lent me. Um, because and because roaches can't get on chairs. He wasn't running that way. So then Get I, up high. He'll so leave you alone. I can hear Mike's in the shower, so I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm going to have to kill this thing. And I, and I grab a shoe, and I think, I can't kill this thing. I can't kill this thing. I'm freaking out. Do you kill roaches, Jody? Only if Murphy's not there. Okay. If I have to, so I will bust a big then, shoe on Then it, it starts to run into to Todd's room, the baby, and I'm like, no. Mike! What are you doing? Come and get this roach. It's going to kill the baby. Like I'm now I'm picturing it crawling down Mike, I mean Todd's throat. I hear Mike cut the water off and then he starts screaming at me. Don't you ever do that yeah, again. You scared him. Yeah. yeah, he heard me say roach. He was so mad. He he's like, "Emily, the way you're yeah. screaming, I envisioned someone was in the house trying to kill y'all." You're both right. You know, we got to talk about this. I'm glad you brought this up because we have a situation at home when when bugs happen. Yeah. And so you're both right. And I guess both wrong. I don't know. Uh, Let's talk about that coming up. The Roach. Producer Emily's husband, Michael, still mad at her because she saw this huge roach. And I believe you about how big it was. It was huge. I did. And I screamed. 
are you kidding me? Right, I right. screamed so loudly. He was in the shower. He really thought somebody had broken into our house and was trying to kill us. Like right. he was so, he is still mad at me. So he's mad at you because you scared him and it was just a roach. That's that's a man's answer. I mean, I've heard that before. Right. It's well, just yeah. A roach. It, well, I mean, it's, a, it's not to trivialize that, but the blood curdling screams yeah. are, okay. are the ones that really are unnecessary. Yeah. Well, they freak me out too. Right? I want to say this. Mike is correct that mm-hmm. he probably thought somebody, a person was coming after you, right. you know, or something like that, or somebody had broken in because that level of scream. Or someone had hurt themselves. Okay, it should so be saved a, for that. It should be right, saved. Don't, call, it's don't true. cry wolf, basically. However, I don't know why it is. Murphy's the same way. Our daughters, Taylor and Phoebe, once saw a ginormous hissing at them. They were just playing and, and Phoebe reached her hand up to the mantle and there was some sort of thing looking right at her and they squealed and screamed. Yeah. And it's like he was upset with them for the scream. And I felt like you have to give them permission to freak out. I mean, a little bit. You have to. You said you freaked out with the spider on your hand. And, you know, a, a woman, a girl, some men, you have to give them permission to freak a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's what I told him. I said, I cannot control this. And the next time another roach comes in. I'll try not to scream so right. loudly. You should have seen Jake and Todd watching me. It was like, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing that Mike doesn't like is that the rest of the day, Jake was like, Daddy, there's an ant. <laughs> yep. And Mike was like, you did this. And he's looking at me. I was like, I'll try to undo it. I'm sorry. And he's right a little he bit. He is right. I and, know. That, and you know, I, can't, I don't like saying that. But I know, but you just did. Right. It's okay. Yeah, you just did. The freak out is the only. The problem is when that happens, you start your adrenaline, your heart starts yes. racing. It yeah. is a it's a scary sound because you know I mean that's happened to me too. It's like it. it I assume it's an emergency, right? right? Not a crawling bug, you know. But now I will tell you, if it was a big old snake perched up on the mantle, I understand that too. <laughs> right. I'd be screaming like a girl. Right. The other night, whenever after Murphy's birthday party was over. Um, what I normally do as soon as possible, like, bye, Cl- shut the door, and I just try to clean up as quickly as possible so that I can whew, So you're a your tornado, and you kind of throw away stuff that's valuable. I she can, but she didn't. To do you know that. what? I mean, really, we kind of both went into cleanup mode the other day. There were cups, and I was picking up, because the girls had a present that they also wanted to give me after the party. Uh-huh. But I was like, well, let's, let's pick up just some of the stuff so there's no cake lying around. No, don't any dogs getting any chocolate. Oh, yeah, that's right? true. Mm. So we had to throw away, you know, leftover cake around and cups and all that. And then I also was picking up some of the wrapping paper stuff. Look, and, we, and look, and when I invited all the family, my family and Murphy's family, I told them presents aren't, you know, gifts aren't necessary, you know, but if you want to give gift cards for like, you know, makeup and stuff like that. He loves that. <laughs> it was a joke. Anyway, oh, everybody see, loved Jody that joke. And the girls get it. It was um, funny. Yeah. Anyway, most everybody did bring a little something, which I think that's cute. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't have to get any. You know. I know. But when your dad walked in, this made my heart just sing. It is so sweet. He walked in with a little wrapped present, mm-hmm. and I just could not bring myself to throw away the paper. It was Christmas paper. <laughs> You know, like Christmas yeah. trees on the paper, because you. And as soon as I looked at it, I know it's because that's what he could find. You know, he he went to the trouble to get a present together yeah. yep. and wrap it and give it to Murphy. This well, is Murphy's first birthday without 
his mother. Right. Yeah, right. And so, and so this is the first time he's really kind of had to do a present on his own like this, too, it's right? It's well, I guess he did it for my sister and brother before. Right, but, but he walked in with a present wrapped in Christmas paper. So and it wasn't just, like a sense of humor joke thing? It was no, like, I can't uh, find it was any really, other... It was cool. No, yeah. it was so sweet. And what he wound up giving me is something I didn't realize had been at my parents' house for a long time. It's a crayon box that I had been given as a kid with my name on the front of it, mm-hmm. my crayons, and I even, I guess when I was probably five or six had yeah. carved my name into the side of it so very seen forever, cool gift you know? yeah very cool gift yeah. and he put a picture of murphy when he was a baby in the box i mean it was just like the win right. was like really you know dane for the win they yeah. call his dad dane and so whenever i was cleaning up i want you to know i folded that paper and put it inside of a gift bag just to keep i mean i don't know i can't give it a, i can't get rid of it <laughs> Sweet. I, don't know. I can't do it Sam already scared me to death first thing this morning with something that he brought today to work. But to bring you up to speed, Murphy, um, producer David, you're going to a Star Wars themed wedding shower this weekend. Oh, uh, yes, I am. Oh, cool. it's this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so you're dressing as? I am going to be Luke Skywalker while my little now five month old niece is going to be Yoda. Nice. He's uh, specifically Luke Skywalker on Dagobah when he was training with Yoga. Yoda. Yoda, excuse me. I'm glad you explained that because I wouldn't have a clue. I wouldn't read that into the costume. You know what I mean? So, you know, and Luke Skywalker needs a lightsaber. I have a lightsaber. So, producer Drew, uh, producer David. (laughs) Producer Drew. That's from years ago. Who hasn't been here in five years. I'm going to lend you my. (sighs) No way. Real lightsaber. That is cool. And as you notice, the color is blue. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, which is Luke Skywalker's lightsaber Does color. Does it only glow blue? Like, what? What do you think this is? I don't know. I thought maybe you could color I mean, change the no, colors. lightsabers no, are a... only one color. Oh, because they're color-coded per person that they belong to? Well, he, I'm not like, a Star Wars person. Yeah, like the, the blue ones and the greens and the purples are for the good guys, and the red ones are the bad guys. Oh, okay. So it's only one color. Yeah, and lightsabers are not like, you know, oh, let me change it today and make it green. No, okay, it's the David... Way- are you going to be careful with this? Because I'm, uh, I'm kind of scared about this. Wait, so the more you move it, the more noise it yep. makes. Yeah, you swing it. It sounds like a lightsaber swinging, uh. and then when you hit it on stuff. Oh, I don't know if I'm able to carry my niece around yeah. if I have that thing. No kidding. Oh, if you have okay. That- you don't want the lightsaber. No, 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 no. My niece can be, someone else can take my niece for a bit. I want the lightsaber. That you, is You understand awesome. that this is pretty important to him yes i can't let him go around what are the rules the the rules are just like you see in most uh stores you break you buy (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, sam's first rule yeah it's kind of it's not glass so i won't cut my hand off or anything i don't want to be that for luke skywalker it's maybe you know for you it might be good for an entrance Perfect. And for when it comes to picture taking time. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, you probably and to not steal gonna, the attention on yeah. myself. <laughs> You're not gonna want to carry it around all the time because you can't mm. you can't fold it up like a real lightsaber. You know. Just make sure nobody steals it, right? Although I guess it's oh. obvious oh. if you're walking out with a lightsaber. There you go. If somebody steals, you buy too. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, yes. I've heard about this lightsaber of yours for years. Yes. I must say it's very impressive. Pretty impressive, huh? Yeah, yeah it is. It's a big one. Listen anytime, 24-7. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Free app for your smartphone. Call or text anytime. Same number. 877-310-4MSJ. Love to hear from you. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. The producer's mailbag. Emily, what is in your bag today? Well, we're talking about these um, little behind the, behind the marriage, I should say, of Murphy and Jody posts that are going on on our Facebook page. Oh, well, Jody was doing that as part of the, uh, the spouse challenge, right? Yes, I got 
challenged by a bunch of my friends to do the love your spouse challenge and i didn't want to really do it either because it's so it's so what yeah it's just a little small love look at us over here right you know (laughs) i am i'm sure that makes mike really happy to hear that right oh yeah he knows he knows her and you know me i I am really happy and i am a very emotionally invested person oh i know that however all the Look at my yeah. hubs. But what's funny not, is, is some of them are fun. Like some people are actually posting things about their marriage. Like I didn't know, you know, one of my friend's husbands brought her like 300 and something daisies one time because that's her favorite flower. And that's how many days they knew each other before they got engaged or something. You know, like uh, it's really cute wow. stories. I get so it. 300 daisies. I don't, okay. I don't think Sweet. that was part of it, but okay. okay. No, um, but that's what I've been doing. So I shared our Love Your Spouse Challenge on our Murphy, Sam, and Jody right. Facebook page with some behind the scenes of so me and you, kid. What, what was well, the one of them is, and I think everybody in this room knows that um, Murphy and Jody show each other the peace sign, like right. when you know one's walking out of the room or something, to mean, I love you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And because it's, people didn't know y'all were an item at first, not even Sam, right. right? That started out. We didn't intend to be an item. No, it started out when we started getting close. Boy, you screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> she drove me a little crazy at first, Sam, but you know. Fine, Jody, we can get I'm married. I'm just kidding, oh, Jody. Oh, no. oh, yeah, like you weren't in hot pursuit. We don't have enough time for this, guys. But, yeah. He was leaving one day, and in, we couldn't say "love you" or or what. And it's something endearing. It was so. It was just we gave each other the peace right. sign, and we still do it today. Our kids do it. It's our family's yeah. love right. you symbol. Right. Well, one of our Facebook friends, May, says, "My husband and I always say Roo, which is how our dog expressed I love you.'" Or at least that's what we like to think. Oh, and we've been doing this for twenty nine years. That is so sweet. I that really love is sweet. It. I love that. Is right, Roo gonna, still alive? Uh, well, he, well sure. it says expressed gotcha. love, yeah. so okay. I don't know. Way to bring it up. I want you to ask him. <laughs> I know this went viral this weekend, and it's too much fun. This eighth grader who nailed the, these impersonations of Donald Trump, President Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Bernie Sanders at his eighth grade graduation. This is in a, a middle school just outside of Chicago. Yeah. He is a future comedian. You're going to know his name. Jack Aiello is his name. And... He just nailed it. He even addressed the crowd. Hey, I'm going to do this, but we're going to do it. It's part of his graduation speech. Yeah. yeah. With actual impersonations. He started with Donald Trump. Hello. (laughs) And congratulations. You are now getting to hear a speech from the magnificent Donald Trump. And let me just tell you that Thomas has been such a great school. I mean, quite frankly, it's been fantastic. (laughs) He's got the hand movements down, too. you got to see it also. We're going to link it for you. It's already linked. He doesn't have the hair, does he? He does not have the hair. Then he did President Obama. I'd just like to start off by thanking our excellent principal, Mr. Kate. <laughs> He's done a terrific job preparing us for high school. <laughs> Back to the memories, though. You know, some of the greatest memories that we had were, were in gym class or PE. I mean, uh, man, he is on huh? delivery. Perfect and delivery. This is an eighth grader. He's an eighth grader. Let's wow. go to his impression. Impression in the speech of Hillary. Thank you, President Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to start out by thanking the great hard-working teachers of Thomas Middle School. 
That is hilarious. If you can believe it, I think the Bernie Sanders one is the best one where he talks about the cafeteria. Let me start with the lunches. They are delicious. (laughs) Things like pizza and tacos and chips, you name it. And some of the best cinnamon rolls I've ever tasted. I do have one improvement for them, though. We need to make them free. (laughs) (laughs) He's fabulous. If you want to see the whole speech, of course, you can get that. But those are the highlights. And remember his name, Jack Aiello. He is a future comedian. His parents say he started doing them at home. And then he would start doing (laughs) teachers at school. And now the world. Look out. Sam, mm. <laughs> got a piece of mail at the house addressed to Murphy uh-huh. from the city, the red the light, city. <laughs> the red Ooh. light enforcement program. Uh, <laughs> if you recall, about, not from the red light district. Yeah, <laughs> about six months ago or so, or even longer, I got one of these. Also, you've gotten a couple of these. No, just yeah. one. No, you've oh. got a few. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I have two. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jody's one from have- long ago when I was busy running carpool. Um, daycare stuff. And right. in, in both cases, they were right on red issues. Yeah, you know, it, it, with the with the arrow and the light. And so, when this showed up in the mail, it, we assumed it was Jody's. <laughs> we did, <laughs> rightly we? so. <laughs> but uh, it, see it, that it had my name on it, and then the picture once it's open is clearly the back of my vehicle. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, you can go online to actually see the real time video of what happened, dude. So if you need his proof, stuff so. is even quicker than mine. <laughs> So, Sam, here's the first thing that we did. I looked at the date and the time, and it's like, okay, well, let's look at the calendar and make sure that Jody wasn't driving my vehicle. Well, that's what I said. You're going to go as far as you can to prove it wasn't you in there. When he handed that to me, I thought, please don't let it be that I had his car, because I rarely drive your car. Yeah, yeah. And so I went back and looked at my calendar. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that day. There was a lot going on. And so. What was in your calendar for that day? Because this was four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, there was just, it was just a ton of things. I was having to get across town and run errands and that sort of thing. All on a schedule with appointments. And so I watched it and I'm like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, okay, there's, I can't even talk my way out of this one. Nope. I can't actually believe it's me. <laughs> but I was still trying to go, okay, who else could have been driving my vehicle? <laughs> and there isn't anybody else. It had to have been me. So you're and running the light or you're turning? It was a, it, it failed to complete. It was supposed stop. to be uh, right on red, but I failed to complete the stop. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, I'm watching the video and going, whoa. Are you up it's on like, two wheels? It wasn't not that exactly, bad, but man, but... it was like a, it was definitely what they would call a rolling stop, which yeah. is, we all know is not legal. I would like to just say that I don't believe in talking your way out of something like that. If you've done it, you've done it. Accept it. I just, I'm just, just for all law enforcement. Uh, if you ever pull me over, I'm not going to try to talk you out of anything. Yeah. Well, for the record, I went. I've already paid it, just so that you know. Oh, okay. Such I mean, a boy I, scout. After I watched the video. I was like, Boop, that's done. <laughs> oh, did you save the link by the way for yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I saved the link. I downloaded the video. I, I need to find out. I don't know if we can post it on our Facebook page because I don't. I don't think, so. I don't think a copyright laws may not let us do yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, I think you, you know, should show our daughter who can, she, he'll be driving next year. This is what not to do. Exactly. And for anybody that accuses their significant other of making rolling stops and one day it's going to get you, that's all you have to picture. <laughs> this is exactly what yeah. happened. While we were away on vacation, there's something that went viral that really um, spoke to me and it stopped me in my tracks. Just like when I was a little girl and Paul Harvey would come on the radio. Mm-hmm. And even as a little girl, like in the backseat of my grandma's car, I still, I'm mesmerized. He's kind of Mr. Rogers-like in his comfort, yeah. isn't he? His voice just... Yeah. Uh... Really is. But what went viral was the, what is a policeman? A policeman is a composite of what all men are, I guess. A mingling of saint and sinner, dust and deity. 
called statistics, wave the fan over stinkers, underscore instances of dishonesty and brutality because they are news. What that really means is that they are exceptional. They are unusual. They are not commonplace. And the fact is that less than one half of one percent of policemen misfit that uniform. He of all men is at once the most needed and the most wanted. A strangely nameless creature who is sir to his face and pig or worse behind his back. He must make instant decisions which would require months for a lawyer, but if he hurries, he's careless. If he's deliberate, he's lazy. He must be first to an accident, infallible with a diagnosis. He must be able to start breathing, stop bleeding, tie splints, and above all, be sure the victim goes home without a limp or expect to be sued. The police officer must know every gun, draw on the run, and hit where it doesn't hurt. He must be able to whip two men twice his size and half his age without damaging his uniform and without being brutal. If you hit him, he's a coward. If he hits you, he's a bully. A policeman must know everything and not tell. He must know where all of the sin is and not partake. The policeman must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. As usual, Paul Harvey was really able to capture something that makes us well, all kind of open our eyes to the impossibility of that job. Yeah, and you know, for anybody that doesn't really remember him, he was a legendary storyteller, and, and many radio stations across the country carried his. What they call his, they call his news and commentary for a little yeah. while. I think he was on Good Morning America too. Was you he? know, where they they carried it. Um, he wrote day. that piece in 1970, and then recorded it later for his show. So it's been around for a long time. You know, it but has. it's incredible how those words still resonate today for, you know, for law enforcement. Yeah, you can go get that full piece from Paul Harvey at MurphySamAndJody.com. Yesterday, Murphy said two words that made my ears perk up. Spouse rule, right? Well, I was, Spouse just, rules. I was really trying to give something helpful, I thought. You know, the other day I was getting coffee and I was coming back up here. And I'm like, you know, I can't. Re- I tried reaching Jody to see if she wanted anything. Mm-hmm. When I didn't reach Jody, it's like, let me at least bring her her favorite coffee drink because that's the right thing to do. And right. So no matter where you are in your relationship, Jody and I have been married for 17 years now almost. It's you should treat it that way, yes. don't you think? Right? Yeah. Give the benefit of the doubt. Just do it, and don't don't treat come back like, and go. I tried to reach you. <laughs> you didn't answer, so you don't <laughs> get a call. I just thought that was a good spouse rule of thumb. It right. is. That's right. kind of like date your spouse. That's smart, and I love it. Appreciate it. So anyway, <laughs> we thought it might be fun. Well, let's do it. Let's assign a spouse rule. We don't have any rules. We have no. You rules. live your life at home, Jody and Murphy, with no rules. Well, no. obviously, I have one spouse rule that I'm already living by. You want to give me another one? That's cool. I have friends who have real rules. I can't share those because I wouldn't do that to my friends. But I have friends who are married who have real rules, like that's not talking not to exes and stuff like that. Oh, and, oh. You know, oh, but that's kind of the no dog. Okay, so, you're, so really, you're talking about restrictions. You're talking about bringing me coffee, <laughs> and I'm talking about the word rule. I didn't realize like, that that's what you meant by that. So you want to put restrictions on so each other? Sweet. Um, no, not restrictions. No, but would you like to give me one hard and fast rule? You can. I can give you one hard fact. Actually, I mean, I do have one, but I think it's probably more helpful than it is like, a, you know, oh, you can't do this. I'm yeah, the man yeah, yeah. in the world. No, no, mine would be that because, and I'm sure any mom probably does this same thing, is to give yourself a break for understanding that you can't actually do it all and take a little pressure off because 
the mom that you are is the best mom you can be. How is that a rule for our marriage? I knew it. I knew it. I knew, I knew Murphy's would be like a touchy-feely thing. I know, just, and yours is going to be a... I just thought it would be a spouse role that would be helpful, you know yeah. what I mean? Because if you're not, when you're hard on yourself and you're frustrated, then it's easy to be. Oh, you know, the whole happy wife, happy life thing doesn't, you don't feel that whenever. No, 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 that's not about me, but and you know what? I guess maybe it would be because if you're mm-hmm. stressed out about that, yeah. you know, you, you put pressure on yourself and, and you're not relaxed. And so when you're not relaxed, then it's difficult yeah. to just have regular conversation. Give yourself a break, Jody. Okay, my mind is blown. All right, I'm going to leave now and take a break. Oh, what's your rule for him? <laughs> My rule for him, it, I'll, I'll tell you coming up. I think it's a little more serious, but I think you probably already know this about me. Okay. All right. It's almost like Jody and I are being put to the marriage test this morning yeah. with these spouse rules, and we're already misunderstanding each other, which is even awesome. But How Jody are we says even doing this rules, and it kind of sounds like more like restrictions. Like, like what's you said, your Murphy? one rule for each other? Right. And Murphy's was bring me coffee and give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm stressed, I see you heard this correctly. In other land, he brings me coffee and he gives me a break. No, what I'm what I meant there is, I mean, assume that just because you can't reach the other spouse, if you're going to bring something and do something nice for him, just go ahead and do it. If right. you know their favorite sandwich or coffee, do that. And and I realize that that's not a rule, but I don't feel like there would be. You're not the kind of person that I would put a restriction on because it wouldn't work anyway. But I would I never know. dream of a restriction on you. So you, you know, you're saying the word restriction. I'm saying the word rule just because. This okay. is unbreakable for me. All right, so, so what is your rule for me? If you me? don't bring me a coffee one day, it's not going to lead to divorce. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way. Thank you, Jody. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know. So but what I, is the rule for me? What came to my mind and heart when we talked about the word, when we said the words the other day, spouse rule, the only thing that I could think of, and this is something we have talked about before and that you know that is very important to me and yeah. it's probably wrong it's probably unhealthy what's that i don't know why this is so important to me but it is so important to me that you are always on my side in this life yeah if somebody is mean to me if somebody hurts me um if i'm struggling with something i don't need you to also be in the opposition oh Does yeah i agree sense? with that that's yeah. probably unhealthy well no and it's see pro- that's not a restriction either that to me that kind of goes along with the coffee thing it's just kind of something you it's expect a rule for yeah. me it yeah. matters to me i don't appreciate and i hate it i hate it for people when you see them at odds with their spouse uh griping about their spouse to other people that's yeah. a broken emotional and you situation. know what and that's really a golden rule that you and i have always followed well at least i have <laughs> no, i'm just kidding another rule oh, Is it? oh here now the gloves come off no, no i haven't I, I mean complaining about you to others is to me that just that starts the poison in a relationship have you, I realize, can you say you've never done it yeah, honestly, I can. Sam, never, has he ever done it? Complaining to you about you know complaining to others about you has done me no good. No, and what I mean by that is like the serious complaints. If you really are dogging your spouse to yeah. others, you know that You're, it's is already broken. Unhealthy. It's Absolutely. already broken. Well, there's right. a deeper yeah. problem. Yeah. So I need yeah, I'm you a, to always be on my team. I, I am always on your team, You're even my best. when I'm wrong. Oh well, yeah. You're my best friend, of course. That is, as long as you don't forget to bring me coffee. <laughs> <laughs> What is your favorite gentleman tradition? Opening the car door, holding... I love holding the umbrella over me when it rains. That's a favorite. We want to hear yours. 877-310-4MSJ. What's yours, Lisa? A gentleman that goes to our church, he will not 
get in the buffet line and tell every lady who's gone in. Oh. And he'll, he'll have men cut in front of him, and he'll yeah. just like, he won't say anything, but another woman comes up and he's like, please go. I can't go until you go. Right. <laughs> I love that. I love him. That's lovely. He's awesome. He's, we just celebrated his 90th birthday. Wow. So have you ever had the conversation with him about why he chooses to do it? I mean, you know he does it and know he's because he's a gentleman, but does he have anything to say about it? He said that his mama would reach down from heaven and pop him on the back of the head <laughs> if he did not act like a gentleman. <laughs> and he says that that was just one of the ways he was taught. <laughs> I love that. He'll open the door for you. He'll pick up a book. If, you know, I mean, he's 90 years old, but he will, if a lady Still drops the Bible in church, he's over there picking it up for her. Yeah. <laughs> what is his first name? His name is Ray. Ray. Let's celebrate Ray this morning. Yeah, you know, that's got to be the hardest thing to let everybody else go in the buffet first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking as a guy here. For sure. Yeah. Man, look at all it's that good food. Go. Oh, I got to get that. But let the ladies go first. That's the real mark. Thank you, Lisa. You know, it's funny about that, Jody, is, you know, some props to Murphy here. Murphy does the same thing. Have you yes, ever noticed that? I do. Whenever I know. we have office, you know, potlucks here. He's last. Mm-hmm. Well, now that my mother's passed, that's because she'll reach down from heaven and pop me on the back of the head. <laughs> just like Ray, right? Aw. <laughs> now, you know what? That is the way that I was raised, and I think that that's timeless. I really do. I hope that that's the kind of thing that dads teach not only their sons, but their daughters too to expect it or yeah. to and appreciate oh, it, right. it mm-hmm. and say thank you for it it's a, it is a two-way street uh what are your favorite gentleman traditions let us know we know you've got those good stories 877-310-4msj call or text right what is your favorite gentleman tradition opening a car door for me i'll do it for me every time what about you guys not you guys but Eight seven seven. I get excited about that too, Jody. Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Let us know. You can call or text yours in. How are you, Leanne? I'm doing great. I love your guys' show. Thank you so much for entertaining me on my thirty minute drive to work. Well, thank you. You're thank full you. of energy. You need to come <laughs> yeah. sit with us. Oh yes. Um, I actually I love my job, so that makes it easier. <laughs> nice. So, did you want to talk so, about gentleman um, traditions? Yes, and you know, my husband. I've been married for twelve years, and he does all those things, and he did all those things, and we dated. And, of course, I was super impressed, but I think it's more impressive when a man does it and there's nothing for them to gain out of it. If you're, you know, dating somebody, yeah. you know, you're doing these things to impress somebody. Of course, it's great when it carries on after you're married. But I used to work with a young man, and he couldn't have been more than 25 at the time, and um, I'm closer to 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, for me, the fact that he opened doors and he would pick up bills, even though I would argue with him, right. and... Um, myself and the other lady that worked in the office and he would hold the umbrella for us i mean i think that's that's super impressive and that proves that you know these things still happen right look actions speak louder than words and this is for any man listening young it doesn't matter what age you are you can start to do these things if you don't currently it speaks volumes it is attractive it automatically softens your heart for a man to do that sort of thing absolutely it does. Absolutely. And this young man had been in the military, um, but I mean, he just, at 25 years old, you know, here's two women that you just work with, I, and here you are, you're taking care of them. I mean, that that speaks volumes for the, for the man, me, period. It's hot. Yeah. It not just, it speaks volumes, it yes, but it's, I'm sorry, it's way hot. <laughs> Chicks dig it. Ladies. It's so attractive. It yeah. just is. Well, in yeah. praise of the good yeah. men. <laughs> Thank you, Leanne. We, uh, we appreciate hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text, or you can reach out to us on Facebook.
Download the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast for anything you miss. That way you can listen on your schedule, and you can reach us anytime. Phone, call, or text 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, the producer's mailbag. Emily, what is in your bag today? What Jody thought would happen, happened. Yes. Taylor, your teenager, finished Of Mice and Men. By John Steinbeck. And was not happy. Well, it's, the a very, ending. it's a sad ending. That's why I thought I was going to get a phone call, but I yeah. happened to be home because she was actually playing Pokemon. Instead, I got home and said, "Finish the book." So she finished the book, and I was there. And she walks into the room, and of course, she's misty eyed, and of course, she practically throws the book. Yeah, you know. And it's it. I said, "I'm sorry." She said, "Really? Are you happy now?" I said, "No, I'm not happy." I it was your school story. that recommended the book. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of took the blame, but then she didn't really. She hated the ending, and I explained yeah. that this is the way that this character thought it should happen. By the way, yeah. no spoiler alerts. None. Just to let you know, there's no spoilers. None for all here. the teenagers yeah. of the world who will have to read uh, Of Mice and Men. It is a well-written, good story. It's just hard, okay? Right, so it's like, what what books have made you cry? You know? yeah. And there have been a few. Yeah, we asked. On our Facebook page, Paige says, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh, yeah. I had just gotten off the school bus and realized I didn't have my house key. So here I am walking home, reading, walking, and crying. Yeah. The graveyard chapter gets me every time. Yeah, it is a tough one. Huh, here's one. And if it didn't make you cry, you don't have a heart. Okay. Amy says, Charlotte's Web. That's Cried true. like a baby. I don't cry That's pretty. True. I was a mess. I think Charlotte's Web was my first book experience Your with that one? situation at the end. What about Where the Red Fern Grows? Oh, pew. that was a popular one on our Facebook well, page, you too. Know, my third grade teacher read oh, that yeah. one aloud in class, and I was boohooing in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. That's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Send all the kids home crying. I want to say this. Um, if a book can make you cry, it does mean that it's a good story that has gotten to yeah. you. And that's the Disney secret, isn't it? Start you off crying at the beginning of the movie to get get you equalized. Here's one that Murphy can relate to. Lorley says, The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> oh, yes. Lordy. Yes, he never nice. read the book for sure. He yeah. was just... Who was it? James uh, James Garner. Garner got you for and it, sure. Well, and they say the book ends differently than the movie anyway. Apparently oh. the movie's even worse. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. so it got you. Gotcha, it gotcha, did. gotcha. Thank you, Paige, Amy, and Lorelai. We appreciate you. Reach out anytime. MurphySamAndJody.com. Producer David, I hope that you know how special you must be to our Sam. Okay, because he is a Star Wars fanatic. He has his own lightsaber, um, and he doesn't let the... Love the way you say that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. really, Jody. <laughs> I know. I'm, he's so I'm, stupid. He's proud of this no. thing. Actually, I'm proud I'm of Sam for buying the real deal. You know what I'm saying? This is not like your... Well, oh yeah, this isn't a real one. Anyway, I mean, you, you have to get the uh, spe- the specs online to build a real one. So you're going, David, yeah. Yeah. to... Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> David, you're going to a Star Wars wedding shower this weekend. Yes, I am. How cool you're dressing as? I'm going to be Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I, and originally, Sam wanted me to be Yoda, which I like the idea. You'd make a really cute Yoda. Well, thanks. But then I have my little five-month-old uh, niece who's more proportionate proportionate to Yoda, so I'm going to yeah. carry her on my back the whole time, and I'll be Sweet. Luke Skywalker as they were training. Sam, how, what was that scene? They were That was when uh, Luke went back to train with Yoda on Dagobah. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's see hey, it. Sam. Hello? Let's see. Can we see the saber, the lightsaber? You sure can. Got it's my it? lightsaber. Listen. Yeah. Authentic lightsaber sounds. Yeah. And see, when you wave it, it makes the waving thing, and then usually, sometimes, when you hit with it, it... Where did you get it? 
May I ask? Uh, buy it online or something? No, this is from a kid down the street. Now, <laughs> before we go there. Please tell me you bought it. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's I not got from, it from a, a Galaxy kid. Far, it's Far Away. He swapped it. Okay, a, a kid down the street gave it to my son, Will. And Will left it in the house when he went off to college. So, you know, finders keepers. <laughs> I pay the mortgage, right. I get the lightsaber. <laughs> so, it's really nice, actually. It's and, not what I expected. And Will knows I have it. He hasn't asked for it, so it's kind of become become mine. And so I'm lending it to producer David for, <gasps> for it to use this week. Yes! Now, it's, it's going to be good for pictures and stuff. It's really kind of long and unwieldy, so you probably can't carry it around all day. Can you change the color? No, it's a lightsaber. <laughs> I asked the same question. Well, wait a second. It's I mean, only I, blue. You can have different color lightsabers, it's, right. but one lightsaber doesn't change color. Like, oh, okay. today I'm feeling green, and, you know, no. You're, <laughs> okay. However, a, a Jedi makes their own lightsaber. Well, I would tell you, if you paid money for that, I would have said you paid too much. <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules? You change the colors. What's the big rule for David? You for break this? it, you buy it. Ooh. Oh. Any little kid touches it and breaks it, you buy it. So just picture purposes, not actual fighting. Well, I mean, you can swing it around and... Ha, 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 but and he has to buy you know, it, but you didn't buy it, so you don't know what it costs. You could get out and do some Jedi Knight dance on the dance floor if you wanted to with it. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay, the- well, let me turn it off before I, I don't want to put anybody's <laughs> eye out. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. How are you, Gabby? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I got coffee, so I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So, um, but I was actually just calling because the gentleman's traditions that you guys have been talking about yeah. have actually reminded me of a story my fiance and I I got to share. Okay. Because um, we've, we've been together for about six years now, and at the time, he was still my boyfriend, and we had only been dating for, gosh, maybe three months. Yeah. And the whole kiss on the hand thing, it, uh. I mentioned it to him one time, because I read about it, read it in some story, and mm-hmm. I told him how sweet of a gesture I thought it was, and right. he started doing that, and now it's six years later, and he still does that because of one little text message I sent him about that. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. I love that. I bet, you're, I bet a lot of your girlfriends are jealous because it is classy oh, and they lovely. Are. They, they call him an old-fashioned kind of guy because he, <laughs> he pulls out the chairs for me. Yeah. He, he's a big thing about opening the door, and he gets mad if I try to open the door for him or something. Yeah. <laughs> Does he kiss other ladies' hands? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> Just yours. Oh, he doesn't do that. He'll he'll open doors for, for ladies because yeah. he was raised by a very old-fashioned family. Mm-hmm. The kiss on the hand, he's, I've never seen him do for anyone besides me. Sweet. You are special to yep. him for that. Yeah. Ooh. And you know what? That's a lesson, ladies. If you want something, do not expect him to read your mind or just be that person naturally. You can say it. You yeah. can tell him. Yeah, all it took was one little message, and here yeah. it is six years later. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of, thank you, Gabby. Thank you for sharing that with us. I totally agree with you, Jody, on that mind reading is what gets couples in trouble. <laughs> Seriously, if you don't really say it, then it's not going to happen. You know, happen. I think that's a younger thing, too. You tell yourself, you know, he should know this about me. Yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah. 877-310-4675. Join us anytime. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You thought Halloween was over, mm. but I do have some news about the hotel from The Shining. Little pigs, little pigs, let me come in. It's called The Timberline Lodge. Mm-hmm. However, that may, that name might not mean anything to you. You may know it as The Overlook Hotel. Yeah. Is, is from the movie and the book and all that good stuff. Well, if you saw the hotel, you'd know it. They're having a 
horror, thriller, scary film festival early next year Perfect at this hotel. place for it. At this hotel. Elijah Wood is one of the actors on the panel and other actors are going to join and be a part of it. This is going to be a trip for enthusiasts. You <laughs> go here, you see a film festival, and it's all happening at this Overlook Hotel. In fact, they're calling it the Overlook Film Festival. I wonder if any of the rooms have red rum written on the walls. They need to for this. And Jack Nicholson, they need Jack Nicholson to show up. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. And just, ooh, could you spend the night maybe? It's early next year in April. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On Fridays, we like to kind of look back over our favorite things from the week. And this one happened at 30,000 feet. Well, Butch. I'm assuming it was about 30,000 feet. Yeah, this is yours. Jody's Friday favorite. Okay, so a United Airlines flight and the pilot, well, there was some nasty stuff that happened on the flight passengers were starting to get the bickering bickering thank you that's the word i was looking for um at each other about political stuff they started having a fight about president-elect donald trump things got settled down and then the pilot was like you know what i'm gonna preach it a little bit here i understand everybody has their opinions that's fine if you support him great if you don't i understand however we're out here to go to puerto Vallarta. supposed to be having a good time and what I do ask is that as people, we have the common decency to respect each other's decisions. Hey Amen. I mean, we're going on vacation. Chill out. <clears throat> it's true. Just because other people do not feel the way you feel, you don't have to spew at them. In fact, let's be decent. And I love that he had to say that. And you know it was aggravating to him to have to say that. Yeah. Like he's a teacher and they're children when they're not. They're adults on his flight. Mm-hmm. But he took that moment to do that. And I thought that was a great example. And, and you know, it kind of got went viral the other day. And I really liked it. I really liked it. I hope I get a pilot like that one That's day. Right. Don't but, calm down. I'm turning the plane around. huh? <laughs> he did not do that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Friday favorites. Big changes coming to Las Vegas if you like to sit down, have a drink, and gamble at the tables, okay? Which of those uh, three is going away? Oh, well, <laughs> right. None of them, really. Well, Sam um, and I can't drink, but you know, I suppose okay. we could sit at the table if we wanted to. Through the years in Vegas, and I only, realize, I only recently realized this, literally, which shows you my swag in Vegas, but um, you, when you sit down and gamble... You get free drinks. Yeah, all casinos are the like free that. booze while mm-hmm. you play or whatever. But now looks like that might be changing. Caesar's Palace, which is a big one, and MGM, another big one, um, using technology so the the casino casino owners will know how much you're spending on games, and they're going to wait until you've spent a certain amount before the waitresses will come over uh-huh. and pour. Okay. One system is a new system they're working out on video poker machines that literally has an indicator light in it that flashes green to the waitresses and the servers. When you've coughed up, when you've put enough cash into it, then they'll come and pour. Hmm. But if you just play a little while and walk away and you really don't drop any cash, any green, you're not getting the liquid. So if you're a slot stalker and not really playing, then you're probably not going to... Get, I, would, I would uh, watch myself saying slot stalker too fast. Yeah. Well, that, did you Careful. ever see the episode of Friends? That kind of really happens. People watch to see, you know, wow, oh, that, yeah. that machine's paying off over there. Or it's about to pay off. Uh, and then they kind of go, they swoop right in. Buffet. They swoop right in afterward to, to try to. We learned a lot of machine. lessons from Friends. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs>